Hey everyone, this is Chris Benton coming at you from the Chris and Sandy Show, and today we hope we got a good show because um, we're looking yeah. at a back office, <laughs> and our guest is not on yet. So I guess Sandy and I will talk a little bit. <laughs> yes, we're waiting for her to to pop in here anytime now. <clears throat> Been a crazy week, ain't it? It has. Our schedule <laughs> has gotten quite busy now. Oh man, it has, and you know. We have been, you know, going crazy. <laughs> yeah, with the show and our gig work and two little ones and just very busy. But it's awesome, too. We've had some great guests here on the show lately. Oh, I just saw a person log in, so let's hit the live here. All right. Are you here, Jenny? Hello. I'm here. Hey, Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> We had a little small talk there while we're waiting live oh, yeah. on the air. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, no problem. <clears throat> so before we really get started, um, tell us where you're from, some of your hobbies outside of music, just fun stuff. All right, yeah. I'm from um, so I'm from Milton, New York, um, Ulster County, which is like a rural area. Um in middle New York, uh, apple trees, all that fun stuff. I like running. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's gorgeous out there. Really. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean like singing is a huge, is a huge hobby of mine, you know, going out playing shows. Uh, it's one of my, you know, my main interests. And then if I ever do have a downtime, I do, I do enjoy running, um, you know, yeah, so what got you started in music? Awesome. Uh, well, I've, music has always been a part of my life, of course. Um, even when I was a little girl, my mom said it was hard keeping me away from the stage, keeping me off the altar in church. <laughs> I'd always run up. Um, my brothers and sisters were older than me, and um, we would have graduations, concerts. At one Christmas concert, I was about three or four, and my big sister mm-hmm. was up on stage, and I took off, and she had no idea where I went. And everybody was like, oh, look, look, look. And there was a blonde girl dancing on the stage. It was me. <laughs> for, all, for all, everybody. And the principal was like, oh, look, a star is born. <laughs> That's so. funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was pretty are. funny. Yeah. Now here I am. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean that, that was just, you know, it's always been something that I think it's just been in my blood, really, just doing that, yeah. being in front of people. Uh, performing, sharing, uh, uh, music and writing. I think I wrote my very, very first song when I was about 13 years old. Um, oh, I was wow. just always enjoyed listening, um, mm-hmm. poetry, uh, rhyming. There's always just been something that's, you know, it's just been there. My parents would always drive around Where, wherever we were going. Uh, my dad would listen mm-hmm. to country music. My mom would listen to Christian music. <laughs> they would, um, you know, my you brothers and sisters would mine. Yeah, for pop music, but yeah. <laughs> it was a good picture, for sure. <laughs> well, who were some of your musical influences back then? Back then, my musical influences, uh, Hanson, the Hanson Brothers. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Oh, that. I mm-hmm. loved Hanson. That, that was yep. my favorite back in the day. Oh, Absolutely. my gosh. So I had all their CDs, everything. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were my favorite for sure, and I wound up yes. um, 
doing a contest in Rensselaer County for like their fair. And I mm -hmm. got into the second level of the contest and I got to perform at the great state fair in Saratoga and Hanson was mm -hmm. playing that night. So I played my bit in the beginning and then at night I stayed for their concert and I got to meet them and they signed my guitar. Oh, oh wow. that is so cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That neat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so as you've been getting a little older and all that, who have been some of your musical influences now? Well, now, um, you know, I've listened to, as far as modern age artists go, um, Ashley McBride, Luke Combs. I've been really interested in uh, John Bellion. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's really good. He's a pop, like more of a pop. Not a pop. Okay. No. Yeah, an interesting kind of mm -hmm. sound he's got. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like Cody Johnson. Um, yeah, like he's got some good songs. Jameson Rogers is amazing. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Not we sure. haven't yet. I'll have to, I'll, I'll Not have to sure. look him up. Oh, my yeah, gosh, we'll have to so check him good. out. Midnight All Daydream right. is one of the songs I really like of his. Check him out. He's oh, great. awesome. Mm -hmm. So what drives you at this point? At this point, what drives me to continue with my music career? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, well, because it is a hobby and because it is something that I do that I love, I just don't want to stop doing it. Um, anytime I see any kind of an opportunity, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go out there and try to try to get it, try to be a part of it. Um, I just want to play uh, yeah. at all times. It's always just something that I want to do. Because <laughs> so we get a little deeper here. I know that you've said some of the pain that you've been through. Let's talk about that a little bit. Because, again, what was every, that? One, one, so because um, as we move into it a little deeper here, let's talk about some of the pain that you've had in your life. Because one thing I've learned about artists, very, there's very few artists that doesn't have pain. Because usually it's their music that drives that they float the pain through to help them right. feel. So what's some of the things that you that you've kind of went through that can help other people that you've said, you know, well, what? man, that, that's, that was, right. rough, that was a rough period. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because a, a lot of my songs are, um, I think I just feel for people and I, and I, mm -hmm. I, I, I see how people live their lives and I see other people's experiences and I feel terrible for them for what they're going through. Um, and a lot of my songs, even though I have had some terrible relationships, um, and, you know, people, just people not treating each other the way that they should, um, that drives a lot of my songwriting. A lot, a lot of my songs are breakup songs. Um, uh, some of them are, you know, situations that have happened, uh, in my life, um, they're what my my son's uncle he um, he murdered his aunt uh, his wife and then himself. So that wow. I wrote a song about. Yeah, that's called the song I wrote about that is called No One to Blame. And um, you know, it took me a while to even want to think about mm -hmm. that. You know, to to yeah. think about how I want to mm -hmm. put that feeling into words. That that. Mm -hmm it was about a couple of months, maybe six months after that all happened that I started writing it. And, um, I'm, I want to record it, uh, eventually, oh, but wow. it's it just, it, yeah. And like the other ones with the breakup songs, like they'll, they'll come a lot quicker. Um, you know, cause it's just about people that I see around me 
but when it comes mm-hmm. to something that's really personal and and painful it does it takes me a little while to to get it out my best friend's mom passed away not too long ago and i wrote a song for her um oh, wow. you know after i learned that she was sick but it even took me mm-hmm. months after that to even try to put it out there yeah, so, i mean that's understandable it, mm-hmm. difficult to do but, mm-hmm. but that's one thing we've learned with songwriters especially the singer songwriters is is they heal through their music. How's that been for you? Yes, uh, that's true. I mean, it, it is like an emotional outlet. Um, if you don't have someone to talk to, you kind of talk to yourself and you talk through your problems. And some songs you have a solution and other songs mm-hmm. you don't, you know, you're just, you're just putting it out there. And then, you know, it's kind of like a, I don't know, a document that you can listen back and be like, oh, I remember how I felt when that happened. <laughs> Kind of like yeah. what Facebook is, you know, you you write something yeah. on Facebook today, and then a year later you're like, ooh, look at what I wrote a year ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. I always check everything I write. From a, my, I do the on thing, and, I, and every day I kind of scroll through, and sometimes I'll, I'll repost what I posted a year ago or two years ago or three years ago. Oh, that was good. I can post that again. That when you look through um, the lens of your life through Facebook, which is weird to say. A lot of people do that. (laughs) Yeah, but it's crazy how you see some things you've grown and some things, okay, that ain't changed, and that's changed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So where do you see yep. social media through all this? Because you see, you know, as you know, back in our day, there was no social media. Now it's like everywhere. How has social I know. media influenced music in, in your life, too, with music? Honestly, social media has made everything so incredibly easy. Like, you, you, you really don't necessarily have to go out to bars and, like, play acoustically at the bar to try to get a gig anymore. Like, you don't you don't really have to go and, like, like I don't know it, it, it you you do it like it's good and it looks good if you do if you do go out and, and do that and it's fun it's fun for me to do I do enjoy doing that but it's like social media has made it so easy to connect with and to share and like with your videos you can mm-hmm. you can you can book a lot easier and um you know connect and without like YouTube like so many people have come from YouTube you know, yeah. having the just, having all that Justin out there. Bieber it, was one of them. Just Justin Bieber, yeah. Who was it? Was mm-hmm. I don't know. Post Malone was he one of them? I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, just uh, it, it just I think it's made it made communication so much easier that it it makes literally everything a lot easier. You know too. what? It's also done. It's also the negative side to it. It's caused labels to say, huh. We don't have to invest in you until you have a following now. Yes. Now th- that I noticed, and I'm like, well, how can you like like it'd be easier to, <laughs> you know, like if you get signed, then the following comes. So it's like, but they, but, that, but I think, but I, that's not I how think it works. They, yeah, I think what they want to see more, and this is this is just from just speculating, but I think they like to see work ethic, and if they do catch wind of you I think they watch and they see how fast your following does grow if you're keeping busy if you're playing many shows what you're doing in the studio like that somebody's watching if if you get like I, you know what I mean yeah I like I had recently had someone reach out to me privately 
who just started a new job with, um, I think, one of the labels, um, one of the big ones. And mm-hmm. he was letting me know that, <clears throat> that he said they, they have someone signed that's, uh, that's um, male. They've got a duo. They're looking for a female right now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this will be great. I've got a lot of female artist friends. And then he told, told me the criteria, and he, st- and he s- said 15,000. And I'm thinking, okay, this can work. And then he said YouTube wow. subscribers. He says nothing less than 15,000 YouTube subscribers. I've got zero. I, I would. I mean, I've got friends. I got 121,000 um, Facebook friends, and they're at 6,000 mm-hmm. YouTube subscribers. So that didn't even yep. qualify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yep. again, they were, and I didn't realize that that they were looking more at YouTube than they are at Facebook. I always thought it was Facebook and the other the other stuff. But Instagram. now I'm learning they want it's YouTube. You. Because they know, I think why why it is it's it's the, YouTube's the hardest to get subscribers, so I mm-hmm. think that they feel like if you can build a base there, you're you'll you'll grow. Right. Okay. But, but well, they, but we <laughs> but we were on a we did a well now I know what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a call with Joe Kelly from CDX Nashville um, last mm-hmm. Wednesday. Wednesday. And we were talking about all this, and he said that what he recommends, he says, if you if, if a label did like you and you didn't have a big social media following, he says, you're screwed if you get signed anyway. He says, yeah. you have no, nothing to deal. He says that he always teaches people, don't even worry about a label. He says, there's so many tools mm-hmm. now for independent. He says, he says, we're in the time of the independent. He says, mm-hmm. if you become a megastar, you have no choice to have a label because if you if all of a sudden you have number one hits on the radio and all that, you have no mm-hmm. choice to have a label because the, they have to pick up that mess and go through everything that you can't do. There's things that you can't yeah. do. Yeah, there's a lot. Says, but until you get there, you don't need the label. He, he says, he says, there's many people he knows right now that they mm-hmm. may, you know, they gross seven hundred to a million. Seven hundred thousand to a million dollars a year, and they profit about a hundred, two hundred thousand a year. And he said they're happy. He said they're not looking yep. to be mega stars. And he said no. he said that's doable for your average artist if they build their base around shows and merchandise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He said that's when. And that's, he said that's. I just yeah, that's awesome. Keep going. Sorry. We were talking about that too about about how Spotify and because I was telling him because I asked him. Um, one of my questions was to him, because, again, he's an ex- executive in the music business. One of my questions mm-hmm. to him was what, you know, as you, because I was like, as you know, when you talk to pe- our average person, most people are like, I'll never pay for music again. How, and I was like, how do we, um, because of things like Spotify and stuff, and I was like, how do we yeah. change that perception or do we? And he says, oh, that ship's been sailed. He says, he said, the, art, the, the day of making a living off your off of your songs are gone. He said, that will not happen unless you're a superstar now. He says, now the day is around your shows, because we talked about the whole show thing. And He says, if you're not willing to do shows, you might as well quit. Oh, absolutely. That's the only place you're going to make mm-hmm. money, is shows and your mer- – and then, of course, with that's your the shows. Best. That's, if I could only do shows, that would be amazing. Uh, shows are my favorite. I don't like recording. It's difficult. I can't stand singing to myself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because again, you can do all the stuff online, and unless some big person just really loves you, or if you have a Justin Bieber um, 
pushes your video out Cute there. Cute little face. Only, <laughs> you know, you're just not gonna. Yep. You're just not gonna make it out there. Yeah, I know. Unless you, like you said, unless you do the grunt work of the shows and all that, and I mean, technology oh, yeah. is great, but it's not mm-hmm. the all all ends. Oh God, no! It's not. No, it's not the. <laughs> and I, that's all that I I use it for shows. Like I'll I'll be on there anytime I see a festival. I'm messaging the festival or finding out, um, yeah. you know, uh, the, what's going on around the area, mm-hmm. you know, messaging them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're having a, a whatever it is, community day. Oh, I'd like to play, you know. <laughs> so that's that social media for that, for booking is amazing. Because yeah, I remember Elena back years ago. We've been, me and her been friends for since 2014, I think is when I met, when Sandy and I met her, all online, of course. Mm-hmm. She lives in Nashville, we don't live in Nashville yet. And we were talking, and she's, she, back then, I don't, she still does a lot, but back then, she produced, mm-hmm. like, a new YouTube video almost every day. So yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. some, sometimes original, sometimes covers, but almost every day. And she said, she was telling me, she goes, you wouldn't believe that this, because she's done that, she gets so many bookings that that yep. filled her schedule up. Yep, that's 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 what um, that's what kind of has been happening. I saw the YouTube. I covered the "Beer Never Broke My Heart" song, and um, mm-hmm. On Song International found it on YouTube. Um, and uh, you know, from there, I just I they gave it to Country Thing Daily, and then they mm-hmm. wrote up an article about me and Luke Combs. So now all I need to do oh, wow. is send it to anybody. Wow. And they're like, yeah, play. Yeah, you can play. Yeah, you can play. It's been cool. <laughs> but, uh, so when, but you yeah. look, when, you, YouTube. when you look back at your music life right now, what mm-hmm. are some of your highlights where you can look back and say, wow, I actually done that? What are a few highlights? Um, well, let me think. <laughs> Everything has been so incredibly amazing. I, I I can't even begin to I can't even begin to 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 pinpoint something. Um, yeah. I guess just the, the, the amazing venues that I've been able to play, like the Chance Theater in Poughkeepsie. I got to play. Hanson played there when I was, a, you know, in high school, and I went to go see them when I was a young adult. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So being able to be on the same stage as them that was. Amazing, and then just last week I played drum in New York City, um, a, a really awesome music theater, and and being mm-hmm. up on a stage with um, you know just people that have been in the music industry for like thirty years, just have known people, been in Nashville, um, meeting so many seasoned musicians, and being to places where they played, it's just it's been it's been really cool. There's too many things that have been just so awesome. I can't even. I can't. <laughs> so we're gonna, so we're gonna take a little quick break, and after the break, we okay. will play your song, and then when we get okay. back, we'll talk about your song. Wonderful. All right. Yes. Okay. Hey everyone, we have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. 
The sports guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out. Why don't you just let me know that you're going to let me go? Your words don't show.
Song there. Yes, oh, great God. song. We love Good. it. What so, what what inspired that song? Uh, well, that's a convoluted question. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> being out and about and around so many different people, um, you know, I never used to go out to bars as much as I do, you know, playing music. Um, mm. So ever since I started doing that, I've been meeting, you know, a lot more people and seeing a lot more dynamics and relationship. And one night we were just out and, um, you know, I was overhearing one conversation of one woman who was cheating on her husband with six other men. And also, yeah. And then another guy who had, you know, just like, like just crazy, crazy, crazy scenarios in my mind. And in my mind, I'm like, this is terrible. Why don't they just break up? Why would you want right. to like, just go be single and be disgusting on your own? So I, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like, I went home like three o'clock in the morning. I woke up and I had this melody in my, in my mind. And that first, like that, well, you just let me know. Like if I were like that person being cheated on, like, I'd want to know, like, why, like, yeah. tell me what's going on. Why, mm-hmm. what is wrong with you that you're out and about with all these people? Let me know. And I will go away, mm. and you go about that's your right. business. Um, and so that's that was where that came from. And then the story, um, mm. you know, like the no more tea time, the no more walks and talks, and everything. That those were th- those are things that I enjoy with my partner. So I was just like, gosh, mm. if that ever happened to me, this is what <laughs> like I would I would be missing out on <laughs> all these things. I was like, let me just put this, let me put all of this together. <laughs> so my, yeah. my songwriting <laughs> is kind of all over the place. <laughs> That's amazing what can inspire a song, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. like Sandy and I were driving up to Kentucky. I think it was Christmas um, one year, and oh. we wrote several. We wrote several songs. Uh, now we don't we do did. the music side yet. We most I, when I say we lyric write right. music, yeah. we, we we lyric right, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. so we wrote a song called "Her Last Text" on the way up there. Ooh. <laughs> and and it's and it was about a girl who sent her last text to her boyfriend. Right. While she was driving. Yes, oh, and no. then she, she was in an accident. Yes. Yep. <gasps> I want to hear it. And I, now, we'll have, I'll have to send you a recording of it because we actually got somebody to just throw some music to it. And we it. did. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, <laughs> very cool. <laughs> and. You know, and um, but yeah, it was just a story. You know, get granted, it wasn't a story that we knew, but it was a story that you keep, you always hear on TV, mm-hmm. uh, especially back then. Yeah. I mean, you hear le- you hear less of it now, but it seems you know, and I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's less that people text and drive than back then. No, but but you just don't hear about it as much for some reason. It's like they're trying to cover that up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. But, yeah. They're but you heard so much about it. We just got, we just started talking and writing, and next thing we know, we got this girl sending her text, and then you know, and and basically, um, the text was about I- I'm on my way, 
That was her last text. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Awesome. For, and, it was, and, it was a, and it was on their way for their date. That's so good. That's so good because, you know what, it sends a message. Like, your last little, like, your little I'm on my way could be the last words that you ever, like, get to express. And for what? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because we still are looking for someone to run with it eventually, you know, and hopefully one day we'll find that, you know, that right artist. Because you know what? I Mm -hmm. I like it. Just like we, I think on that same trip we've written um, one one thing that was um, a fiery woman woman song. I'm not mistaken. That was what was it called again, Sandy? Oh, I'm trying to. I know which song <laughs> you're talking about, but I can't remember what we titled it. We'd have to look through our list and find that one. But kind of like really crazy song there. Kind of like the song before mm-hmm. he cheats, but it goes. In fact, we've had several women tell oh. us, "I like the song, but it's a little too strong for me." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I might really like it then. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait but, to hear it. But yeah, we try to write a little bit, and we ain't done it in a while. So we we written like we're one year. We're gonna start back like, this year. Like mm-hmm. three hundred nice. songs, like our set the lyrics and stuff back then. That's so and, awesome. And Sandy got me into that because um, what had happened was, all our marriage, she would chase my dreams with me and make them hers. And in uh-huh. two thousand thirteen. I was like, you know what? Because I always knew that that was one of her dreams. And her dream is really, she just would love to have like one song on the radio. It's not like want to be this big songwriter, which would be awesome if she was. But she just, you yeah. Know. So I was like, you know what? I seen some of the stuff she could write, and she she's really good. I mean, she can come. In fact, when we would write together, I would tell her, I will write the chorus or I'll write the first verse. Because if I don't do that, she doesn't write the whole song. <laughs> yeah, I just love writing. Because by the time I think of one line, like she thought of four. You know, right. and, <laughs> it is fun to write together. But but it was been but but that's what led to everything. Because mm-hmm. again, that's what led the whole what we have now is back then. Yes, I was like, you know what? Let's write together. Let's have fun. So 2013, and I knew that in order. To ever have a song out there, because we, especially since we don't do the music side, I knew mm-hmm. let's let's um, start connecting on Facebook with up and coming country artists. So I did a mm-hmm. lot of that, and then by 2014, um, I had this crazy idea to launch New Country Buzz <coughs> because I I make websites like well let's just make something for them, and then yeah. by 2000, and then in 2015 we actually did shut it down. For personal reasons, but before we shut it down, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini. Wow! Oh man, and, 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 and that was before everybody else knew her. I mean, she, she yeah. I think she had, I think her first song at that time was in the top thirty. So that's how long it ago was. It was. Mm-hmm. And, wow! And we shut everything down, and I'm, I, I felt like a piece of because you know if you was to quit music right now, you would probably feel like a piece of your heart's gone. Oh, God, well, I, I felt like I a piece. I felt like a piece of my heart was gone. So I, you know, to, into 2018, I see I saw that the newcountrybuzz.com was still available, was back available, or still available. Yeah. No, nobody never took it. Mm-hmm. And I told Sandy, I was like, I think we need to finish what we started. Yeah. And, and yeah. She said, Let's do it. And the crazy thing is, we've got a bigger vision now than we did back then. So we, it's kind of a we blessing do. that we shut it down. 
because we've had our daughter Caitlin because we got we got an eight year old son but she was two at the time, but now we've got an oh. eleven month old daughter Caitlin. So the odds are if we didn't shut it down back then, she wouldn't exist. Right. That's right. Yeah. Family yeah, time. All so, in the right timing. So, so we had to shut everything down so she could come on board. And now we got the new new vision, new this. We never even dreamed of having the Christmas Sandy show. That oh. just all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, New Country Buzz was growing. There's more tools. I mean, I couldn't have done what I'm doing now five years ago. Um, right. They just didn't have – I mean, I think they had blog talk, but it was crappy from what people said. I mean, it was – you get static and all that. You know, the software uh, was horrible back then. Yeah, and, way improved and all, now. And, and we're still trying to move – we're probably in the next month going to move to video and not just audio, you know, when well, we interview me. them live. So everything's mm-hmm. growing, but it all stemmed from songwriting because that's kind of where it started from was, was this crazy idea I told Sandy, let's write together. Yes. <laughs> <Awesome> <laughs> <from that. laughs> so, so what do you think about the whole women in country and how it's struggling for them to make it out there? Um honestly I I'm not really sure. Um I've been I don't I don't know I don't know what their plight what other women's plight uh what it is. I do know from experience that, because, I mean, I mainly just go and play shows. Um, yeah. Other, other than that, I'm, you know, writing music or, you know, out open mics trying to get people to come to my shows. <laughs> so, um, uh, from what I've noticed from going around different venues, um, that most venues don't, it's not most, it's just that some of them, some of them will treat a woman a lot differently than they would treat a man. And um, up up around here where I am in New York, um, I, I definitely find that to be not not as not as often not as expected. But when but when mm-hmm. it does happen, when I get you know talked down to or or um, I notice that one place constantly has mostly male coming in, you know, mm-hmm. a male presence coming there, mm-hmm. um, I uh, I um, it makes it makes me wonder just. Uh, about about that, and I'm like, what? What? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Why would you rather hear a male voice than a female voice? You know what I mean? Like, because that's yeah. that's the only right. difference between mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you and know, the, and the crazy, the crazy thing out do. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the crazy thing out there is, if you look at the up and coming country artist scene, I'm talking just the broad view from, and this is coming from my perspective of trying to okay. view all artists, all music. To me, from what I've seen, there's twice as many women trying to make it as men. Ah, so you think it's like an overpopulation thing? But but yet <laughs> but yet like radio only plays mostly men, so it's one of so it makes it even more. So even though it's more women than men out there trying to make it, then the ones that they're letting through is more men, so that makes it even more difficult. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, Which I think the CMT I, thing. Yeah. Which I think the CMT thing, where they're talking about playing fifty percent women and fifty percent men music, is actually going to be it's going to open the door for about t- uh, fifteen to twenty more women. Perfect. Here we go. Come <coughs> on, ladies. But, but, I need nineteen of you. Sorry. <laughs> and, and, and the reason and the reason I say that is 
is, is you know, here's the, pro- here's the problem. They're, they're going to play 50-50 mix is what they say. That mm-hmm. means there's so, there's so many variety of men that they let through. Yeah. They can't play Carrie, Miranda, um, Kelsey, and all them that much to equal it. Because mm-hmm. no. then people will no get tired. People will get people will get tired of that. So they're gonna they're gonna have no choice. Yeah, they're gonna have no choice to bring more in. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's good. They they need more, and there there are more artists out there that are so brilliant, and they deserve to have their amazing songs up on the radio in rotation. Because they're good. It's like, let's play something new, play something fresh, play something country, but not, like, pop. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. have some more feeling in it. Like, just, yeah. it, I wish it was more yeah. like a real, a real outreach for good music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so in, in your music career, who's been your most supportive? Uh, my parents have been so incredibly supportive. They're absolutely amazing. Without them, I would not be. I would not be where I am right now at all. Um, you know, I started off, I started off singing um, because of a very supportive person in my life, a very sensitive person in my life. I used to run uh, open mics. I met him at a karaoke bar, um, and I never realized that it was possible for me to be able to do anything like this. And without mm-hmm. without his love and support and encouragement, I don't think I, w- I would be here either so between him and my parents and uh, my family members I, I and some of my friends I really don't I it, it it's just so it's that is mind-boggling to me the, the, <laughs> the amount of support and the amount of love that has just been mm-hmm. coming out pure strangers too like people just yeah. offering the shirts off their mm-hmm. backs and it's just it's it's amazing it, it really that is, is awesome. so, so much love yeah it's great. So, what what song out there would you say describes your life? And I, it don't have, it can be your song, or it could be somebody else's song. But what when you look at your life, what song describes your life? Song that describes my life. Are you ready for this? Yep. He's got the best. We're ready. The both worlds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here in Montana, out there for it. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. A song that describes my life. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. I could. I couldn't even. I couldn't even begin to. I, I don't. Maybe. Maybe on my way to you. That describes mm-hmm. my life right now. Mhm. Uh. You know. Because I'm I, like I'm on my not on my way to somebody, but I'm on my way to something bigger. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I don't mean big, I don't mean bigger like you know like being a superstar or being more mm-hmm. popular or being I mean I'm playing a lot like a like a lot which is awesome but I mean like on my way to something bigger like just just having like a better viewpoint of the world because of you know how secure I am with myself and and mm-hmm. I really know who I am now and I know what I like and I know what I don't like and I know how to uh, you know be emotionally stable. Okay with things happening, you know. It's just like I realized that there are a lot of things you don't have control over. So, um, you know, on my way to you, even though I had so many terrible things happen yeah. in my life, I'm still going, still here, and you know, eventually I'm going to get there. Yep. And on that note, on that that song, you know, I I, I feel that because so many things happened in my life where God knew I was on my way to Sandy. 
I just didn't know it. Because <laughs> everything had to line up. My 19 years of addictions had to line up. Um, oh, oh, God bless you. Went, went through 19 years of addictions until um, God healed me 12 years ago with Sandy's help. Because um, um, oh. first five years first five years of our marriage was really hectic for Sandy, but she never put me down. She never nagged me. She loved me through the addiction. And uh. some people, some people have always told me and her that she allowed me to walk over her those early years. I try to explain to them. No, she didn't. She allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. Uh, and, if amen. and if it weren't for that, I'd probably be dead today. There's no doubt about that. Because no. I was going downhill fast. <clears throat> oh, I am so glad that that's not the case. Uh-huh. Wow. That's amazing. And because, and because this is a, we always try to involve our little son, um, we're gonna, he always likes to ask one question. So he's going to get on there on Sandy's side. <gasps> sure. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's, he's our future old. podcaster here. <laughs> he wants his own show someday. Here he is. Hello. Favorite food. Uh, hi. Uh, what's your hi. favorite food? My favorite food? Yes. Oh, hmm. let me think about that. Uh, that's easy. McDonald's French fries. Hello. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of the top top foods for sure. I I like I like a lot of like fruits too. Strawberries. Yeah. Berries, pineapple, yeah. but French fries is number one. What about what about you? Uh, pizza. Oh, forgot about pizza. Okay, make that number. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Have a good afternoon. He always enjoys that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he would family get mad run if we show left here. Him out. <laughs> he would be. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and you know, and he loves country music, and and this oh, funny, a huge before, fan. We, before he was born, when Sandy was um, when she was uh, he was in Sandy's tummy, she would always play music. He goes, my boy's going to love music, uh, <laughs> especially country music, because he heard a lot of it, and he does to this day. He still loves it. Yeah. So now oh, we're hoping good. the same can be said for Caitlin. Yes, <laughs> she seems to like music so far. She always tries to dance and bounce around when she hears music. So, <laughs> so very as good. Down, yeah. got, as we wind this down, we got like two more questions. One is, what advice would you give? Actually, there's a couple more questions. But I missed one, but what advice would you give an artist just starting out right now? Uh, an artist just starting out right now, I would say. <clears throat> Make sure you focus on where you want to be. Uh, there are a lot of different avenues and different roads that you can go upon. Know what you mm-hmm. want out of it before you start anything. If you don't know what you want and and you, you go about starting to do something that you get, like, stuck in, you might be miserable. Just make sure you, mm-hmm. make sure you know what you want. Don't let anybody inf- outside influence your decisions and what you want to do. Um, don't give up control to anybody. When you, when you, this is your life and this is your art and it's your music and you can't let anybody have that 
right. If you just want to go out and be a, a pop star, whatever, go get let, let let somebody tell you what to do. If that's if that's your cool. path in life in music and what you want to do, then do it. But if it's not, stay true to yourself. Be honest. Don't you know? Don't do something where you're stuck in five years and you're like, okay, I got another contract. I I you know my contract's not up yet, but here I am, pop singer in shorts, shaking my butt. You know what I mean? Like don't <laughs> don't yeah. sell yourself short. Yeah. Don't sell out. Um, stay strong, and the right path will will reveal itself to you. And that is awesome okay. advice. So this was a two yeah. part question, and the, the first okay. part will uh, most people probably have asked you before, but I don't know anybody asked the second part, so I'm going to ask it. First part is, if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Second part is, what would the song be about? I would love. To co-write a song with Hank Williams Sr. and oh, the song, yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, a million percent. <laughs> the song would be about um, it would be traveling on the road playing shows, and it would oh, wow. be a happy yeah. one, and it would be on the Health and Happiness show. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it a lot. <laughs> so as we get to the last couple questions, what? is your favorite venue that you've ever played at? Uh, my favorite venue that I have ever played at ever. Yeah. Ooh. At this point. Um, at this point. Uh, geez, this is difficult. Um, <laughs> I would say, I would have to say the chance theater in Poughkeepsie. That yeah. was, that was just a really awesome experience. Um, Poughkeepsie, New York, being able to be, on that stage, it was amazing. That and Ribfest, I forgot about Hudson Valley Ribfest. That was a giant stage. That was the biggest one I've ever been on. That was oh, wow. amazing, too. And a lot of people were there. Yeah, Hudson Valley Ribfest, I forgot I played that. Um, iHeartRadio was there. Uh, we got to do some interviews through them. Um, that's up by, That was amazing. Yeah, Hudson Valley Ribfest tops it for sure. So I don't miss anything. If you were interviewing yourself, what yeah. question would you ask you that I have not asked? Huh. Um, do you have any dogs? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yes, I do. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have Three, three cats, but they're kind of like my my nephew. I have two. They're kind of like my nephews and my niece because they were my brothers. Mm-hmm. So I have Carl and mm-hmm. Frank. Those are my my older nephews and my one niece, Babu. That's the girl cat. Mm-hmm. And then I have um, my dog son, Oreo. He's going to be twelve actually this Friday. He's a Chihuahua, and um, <laughs> he's he loves his naps. He likes eating like twelve times. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we have a cat named Prissy, and when we first married and we moved where we are now, um, I didn't like – I mean, if if you brought a cat, I'd pet it, but I didn't like yeah. cats. I don't like And um, I, I just wasn't <laughs> a cat – I just was not a cat person. And this cat mm-hmm. comes up on our porch, and Sandy was, like, all in love with – Sandy yeah. was, like, all in love with this thing. And and if and you know had like messed up eyes a little bit, so it was like not perfect, <laughs> which which he really loved. It <laughs> mm-hmm. made it unique. 
and um, and it, it would come every day, and we'd pet a little bit and all that. And after a few days, she was like, "Well, can we keep it?" Because it was just kept coming. And I was like, "Well, if if it'll use the litter pan, <laughs> I thought we'll we'll go buy a litter pan. It probably won't use it because sometimes they do, sometimes uh-huh. they don't. You never know what strays." And um, I was like, "If they use a litter pan, we'll keep it." It wasn't five minutes. We had it in with it, and it found a little pen and used it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was good to me. <laughs> and and she like is the best cat. Ago. I mean, she is. She lets the babies here pull on her tail, everything, and she won't bother them. She she tries oh. to lay where she can watch the baby. She did that with little Chris too. She she just loves oh. these kids. The best and, cat and ever. We, and we, when we drive That's to good. see Sandy's mom in Kentucky. It's an eight-and-a-half, nine-hour trip. She'll make it the whole way there without busting or anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I was going to have a cat, she was the perfect one. Yes. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Hi, honey. Very good. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, the problem is when she does finally pass away, I don't know if we can get another cat because we'll never find one like her. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> one of a kind. <laughs> but, so, if you want to, so as we end here, uh, if you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with you through social media and all that. Right. What was that? I'm sorry. Uh, as, like if, if, uh, as, we, as we end here, if you want to tell everybody how to get in touch with you through social media, website, and all that, real quick. Right. Um, I don't have a website, but I have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, YouTube, please subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> and um, you know, that's it. And you know, it was really great having you Sorry. on the show today. You need to leave. It was. What was that? We enjoyed it. I said it was really Hi. great was, having yeah, you on the show. Today. Very nice. Thank you for having me. And we look forward to seeing how your career goes. Yes. What's that? And we look forward to seeing how your career goes. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing and hearing you guys your songs. I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> we appreciate it. And we, we look forward to talking to you real soon. We'll, right. we'll shoot mm-hmm. them out. What's that? I said we'll shoot them. We'll, I think I've got them saved on the computer. I'll shoot them out sometime today or tonight. We will. Yep. All right. Awesome. Okay, Thank you we'll, very much. We'll, we'll talk to you real soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Um, Jenny Angel's really cool girl. You she really is. need to get to know her. Um, go like her stuff. Um, download her stuff. And, you know, just enjoy her music because she's done really great. But anyway, we've got a great show for you tomorrow, and next week's already filled up. And we're actually filled up to almost the 19th or 20th. So we're looking we forward are, to which is crazy. different artists. And as you see, We've got we bring we'll bring some artists that have a hundred thousand fans. We bring some artists that may have a thousand fans because we're not, you know, if they're out there doing their thing, we want them on the show. But anyway, we do. We will see. We will see all y'all tomorrow.